0: Yo, 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 welcome to LOL's live. It is Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. I am joined by my co host Brick75 aka Brian Hooper, who I've been told is imbibing tonight. What are we drinking, Brian?
1: Uh, my local liquor store didn't have any good white claws, so I'm drinking Bud Light seltzer.
0: I haven't had those. How do those hold up? Uh, this is the well, actually,
1: I think I've had some before, but it tastes hard to me.
0: It's fine, yeah. I mean. I, uh, in my ranking, I don't mind White Claws, do not like Trulies. Uh, have you had the high noons, the nooners, the vodka soda? I, I did. Yeah. Did you like those? I, I enjoyed those.
1: Yeah, it was all right. I think they actually have like real fruit in them, though, or something like that. I don't, it
0: tastes yeah, a little, you, you you don't like the real fruit?
1: Too, too real. <laughs>
0: too real. I need my, my preservatives. Manufactured. Yeah. I, um, I'm a very seasonal drinker, and so I've, I've been drinking lots of Mexican beers, and so I've switched from Modelo Especial to Modelo Negro, you know, to, to reflect the the colder air. Okay. We got the chat going, Gorgeous Dong, what a YouTube name. Uh, we got Fantasy Sharpie, of course, Shawn Michael, he needs those blessed plays. That's what we do on this show, Brian, right? We give out the blessed plays, the winners, the <laughs> lock of all locks.
1: Blessed plays. I haven't even heard of that phrase.
0: I I coined it today on the Swolecast He's because oh, okay. I misspoke. I meant to say play the best plays, and I said play the blessed plays, and so now <laughs> now we're playing the blessed plays.
1: <laughs> now that is getting into true tout
0: territory i think when you're like bringing in religious connotations that's right uh i mean that was what the the patrick laird week last year by the end of the week i had gotten very religious with it you know the the praise the laird imagery and uh by yeah. sunday i was i was praying to god that laird did something i'll tell you that much <laughs> <I
1: bet>. Yeah. <laughs> the first week was, uh, my, was my memory right like the first week he, of the laird mania he like he, he he was horrible right yeah first Week he went
0: off exactly yeah the laird the week i pumped him up he had like two points um yeah. because he had like a good game against the colts which like brought him on the radar and then we pumped him up and he did nothing and then there was the flop lag week against the eagles the next yeah. week where the dolphins won and he scored a touchdown uh and yeah, then he
1: was like 45 percent owned or something
0: yeah right? something. yeah I, uh, I like we got Leone in the chat feeling a little Joaquin Phoenix vibe from Brian here. Uh yeah, I need to uh,
1: cut all this off.
0: Well, it is interesting. Like right here, it, you look normal like thickness, but your sides, I can really tell you're starting to billow out over the sides. And like my that. hair,
1: I don't have a shaved head. I usually <laughs> shave my head. I, last time I went to that, uh, I only went once after like whatever, four months after COVID hit. Yeah. It's like uh, a line and you got to wear a mask and shit like that. And I was like, yeah, hey, whatever. I'm Did not I, going back
0: until <laughs> it's normal. I told you about my experience, right? Where I went to get an outdoor haircut and it was awful. And then I just went back to wearing a hat forever until I could go and get it cleaned up.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But now, uh, now I feel, I guess I got hat here, but man, it was, uh, it's was. it been a long road uh, with COVID haircuts here. Yeah. Mm. Um, Brian, we have an incredible show planned for you guys tonight. Uh, You saw in here, we are going to have RBX88 join us. He's going to hop in around 8.30. So if you were tuning in exclusively for RBX88, you are going to have to wait. This is what we call a tease in the business. He, of course, is a three-time Millie Maker winner, most recently, the Mega Millions. I I was talking with RBX88 before I had even uh, talked to Brian about maybe having him on the show again. At the same time, Brian had sent out a tweet just subtweeting RBX88. And I was like, oh, I hope he's not upset about this.
1: If he had a Twitter account, I would have
0: I would have added him. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah, the, the tweet I asked three times winner RBX88 to record <laughs> and share his process with me. I hope he doesn't mind that I'm putting this out here, but it's so unique, I think it's safe from someone stealing <laughs> his process. So, yeah, we are having RBX88. The only guy who I think is running hotter than me right now, RBX88. Uh, this guy. Oh, go ahead. My, so my
1: strategy with these RBX88 tweets, I, ma- I made something. I, I busted his ball last time too, I think. And I'm just going to progressively and progressively make him meaner and meaner. Every million he <laughs> wins. And if he wins 10 in a row and I still have 1-1 I'm just going to end it live on stream.
0: <laughs> Let's all just say this. If I win a Millie maker, I can come on this show and you can just verbally berate me for an hour straight. And I think I'll live with it. That might have, that might have <laughs> that to happen. Might have. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We are going to talk with rbx 88. The funny thing is, is he was, um, he had sent me, so he's not on Twitter and we're, we're friends on Instagram. So he'll message me there occasionally yeah, And it was after I had like, this was before my heater was starting and I had that bad beat on, it was Jalen Richard, you know, uh, beating Zay Jones by 0. 0.11. And he had had a big score because of that and sent me a message right. that was like, shout out to Jalen Richard. And I was like, RVX88, I fucking hate you, dude.
1: He messages me on RG. That's he does? Place. Yeah. The only place I have him. I'm, and he, he does not he didn't say anything.
0: So uh we love you rbx88 we're excited to have you on here in a little bit but um let me check in on the chat i know yeah nick i'm doing multiple streams tonight it's gonna be a long night of streaming here um okay we already got we got questions coming tonight would be a good good night uh to answer some questions let's see here neil says brian in nfl do you focus on pace if let's this week Dallas first in pace and in New York Giants is top 10 in pace. Is that something we should expect? Would you be on a bottom team in pace versus a top 10 pace? So I think I'm going to try to translate this question and he's wondering if conflicting styles of teams, how you would kind of read into that a fast paced team versus slow paced team, which style of play is going to win out. I think that's kind of what he's saying. Yeah. I don't
1: know. That's, yeah, I'm trying to read it too. Um, if you go – you know, uh, Ken Palm's blog has uh, some good formulas to translate pace. I think it's just um, opponent uh, offensive pace times defensive pace divided by league average, and there's a couple other different ways you could do it. I don't really mess with pace in my process anymore. I have in the past. So I could uh, – I mean, that's what I would do is I would – if you're starting – if you're starting from there, I, I would uh, check out Ken Pace, uh, Ken Palm's blog. He's got a whole bunch of good stuff on there.
0: And, yeah, my pal. Uh, uh, your own
1: stuff in general.
0: Pat Thorman writes a weekly Pace column for Establish the Run where he looks at that stuff too, and uh, he, he, he'll he dive into those. And, and some of them are those situations that you mentioned uh, where you'll have, like, Baltimore playing slow. You know, they're running, uh, I think? the fewest amount of plays or, or close to it. And then you'll have Cincinnati who's throwing like, you know, Banshees and then wondering how, and he normally on those, like doesn't take a stand as if that's in a pace up or a pace down spot. And you can see that, that going either way. Um, yeah. So yeah, we're going to have RBX 80. Oh, go ahead.
1: A lot of the information is in the line. Yeah. A lot of the information is in the line. And, um, so, you know, like uh, if a pace, uh, if, and, and also, like, where are you getting your pace info from? Are you making it yourself? Um, is Cam Newton out? Are there, you know, four guys out with COVID and they've, you know, are, are you using a th- three-game sample size for your pace info? Be, be careful with all that stuff. Um, what did Mike say here in the uh, – I don't know what
0: this called? means. I'm-
1: is that um, – is he, is he just talking? <laughs> Unless he's, he's joking or something. I, I wonder if he's talking about someone with the line.
0: The problem is, is I talk so fast and the periscopes on a slight delay. I feel like sometimes people are referencing something we said 45 seconds ago, and I can't even remember what it's it was. It's
1: possible. Not today, but maybe another time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Jamarius Waller in the chat. Do you guys think the NFL DFS has progressed past statue QBs, i.e. QBs that don't run, And does the field realize this? I've seen this as a talking point lately of you can't play the non Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, QBs. Um, Where do you stand on that?
1: This is Waller's question here.
0: Yeah. In the YouTube chat. Okay. Hmm.
1: Um, I mean, I would say, (laughs) I don't, I don't think so. I mean, like. Like if I mean you know like in Peyton Manning was in his prime right now, do you think he'd still be awesome? Like I think he would.
0: Yeah. How much uh, is Rogers rushing right now? He's not rushing a ton, right? Yeah, he's having a good year, um, but
1: he can still. Nah, he's getting pretty old, but he can move a little bit for a QB. Um, they're definitely a lot more accepting of it than they were in like the Randall Cunningham days. Um, I mean, uh. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like it's gonna go back. It's just the this the whatever the talent like if like talent was, you know, randomly distributed, which it probably is, it's like some seasons you're gonna have a lot of this Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson uh distribution just happens in talent for these few years and then there'll be a Peyton Manning Andrew Luck distribution for a few years and yeah unless they change the rules. And like they've made it more friendly for uh pass catchers, so
2: yeah,
0: I think this is probably one of those traps, right? Where as DFS players, especially some of us hand builders, we like to eliminate decisions because it makes it easier. And so, just saying like I can't play quarterbacks who don't run, it immediately narrows the decisions I have to make. And I think that's attractive to people when they look at a slate and they're like, Oh shit, there's so many puzzle pieces here, but I don't think you want to rule any guys out just because they don't have X amount of rushing average on the season. Right.
1: Yeah. Like that. I mean, even the pace question, I don't even like, you know what I mean? And I, but I understand it a lot more and I used to, to use it where it's like, okay, but we can't just eliminate 75% 75% of the field because they're in a pace even game or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's more, there's more to it than that. Um, but you, you mentioned hand building and decision-making like, isn't the point of hand baking,
0: hand building that you make all the decisions. If you don't make any decisions, use an optimizer. Well, no, I actually think this is the thing. I think just people to my, to some of my kind uh, that maybe don't play for both, for both teams, optimizers <laughs> can feel overwhelming. And they can feel uh, intimidating. And so hand-building feels easier. But then on top of that, it can also feel overwhelming because it's like, where do I start? Even me on this past Sunday, I felt like I was getting pulled in a bunch of directions. Like I'm sitting here looking at my spreadsheets and the ownership and the projections. And I'm like, I didn't feel good about where to go. The first few weeks I had like more conviction. So I can get why it can feel disorienting. But that said just like you're saying with pace or projections, like those things are already baked into good projections, right? You don't have to double count it.
1: Yeah. It depends if they're, you're using someone else's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like if you're going to use Alex's or whatever, or ETRs, then I don't, yeah, I don't see the need. Like you could use it for, um, ceiling, floor and ceiling and stuff like that. Yeah. Theoretically, like you could use someone else's projections cause they're medians or averages. And, um, uh, and then you could like come up with like a little game theory model for actual GPPs.
0: I have a question from the YouTube chat. You're going to love the first part of it and you're going to hate the second part of it. Anyone still play PGA DFS? How do you figure out how much leverage to use?
1: <laughs> I'm playing for sure. I, I can't fucking win at it anymore, but I love, I still love PGA dfs um i don't hate the leverage question as much <laughs> as you say i do it's just i think people just use it as kind of like a narrative excuse where they're not really doing anything but they think they are like um i'm 3x the field ergo i have leverage right but it's like no that's not how it works like you you need uh to have leverage for some you know mathematical reason right it's not just like I I went in an optimizer and I have three X, this guy, I now have leverage. It's like, no, you don't like, it could be a shitty play. And you're just, you have, you have a ton of a guy who's not a good play. You don't have leverage. Yeah. So then Um, how do you,
0: so then Brian, what is good leverage?
1: Um, where, I mean, there's a bunch of different ways you could think about it, but yeah, I would say it's, it's like a definition would be like, um, when the probability to succeed in DFS, not necessarily win in PGA, but probability to succeed in DFS, is greater than uh, the cost of ownership, and it's a cost. Ownership's a cost. Even one percent owned is sucked. You'd rather have zero, <laughs> right? Ten worse than nine.
0: Yeah. When uh, this is actually something interesting I wanted to talk to you about. I've been talking with Leone about this a little bit with the difference in ownership in different styles of contests. So, you know, most of the ownership projections that you'll see out there, Osmo, RG, ETR are catered towards kind of the larger field contest. And then I'll get in say the spy, a single entry or a a, lar- or a, a higher stakes single entry or three max. And the ownerships are completely different, especially on the top end. Like the high plays are really highly owned. Mm -hmm. First of all, for your own projections, do you do, are your ownerships fitted for a specific type of contest?
1: No, but that would be, that would be the right way to do it.
0: And And is that, and what is your, is it just way too much work? Way too much work. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I focus on the big ones and then just, you know, pick from those to put in the right one, you know, into the, the fields with less players and whatever higher buy-ins yeah yeah yeah. for sure you could do it you could definitely do it by single entry by the the total amount i'm actually been working on that the past couple weeks it's a pain in the ass um and like the difference i don't have it down yet but like the difference is like i'll compare my top 15 lineups and then I'll change the size of and buy into the tournament, you know, for these new adjustments I'm making and then compare the top fifteen. And it's like it's like pretty close. Like there, there there'll probably be like 30% lineup difference. Um, but like the top five were the same. And I, you know, I need to mess with it some more and then try it on different slates to see if there's a dramatic change. Yeah. But yeah. Um it's, it definitely changes things. You know, now, and I'm working on it now because uh, the game's tougher. I don't think you needed to do it two years ago. You just you just make your adjustments, and it's good enough, you know,
0: but now. But now you got kind of sharks like me in the yeah. waters.
1: <laughs> what, did you, what did you guys win? I was watching your, your, you and uh, Leonie and Hulka's show for a little bit, but I didn't catch it all. You guys like won 50K or something?
0: Yeah, we were, it was the $1,500 single entry game changer. And we got, we got first for, for 50 K we had a, a Dallas uh, game stack. We just had the the right game stack with lamb and Amari bringing it back with Odell. And then Leone had us on Joe Mixon as kind of our one-off really low owned running back play that hit. And then those were really the only things we got, right? We got Mixon right. in the game stack, and then we took a zero at tight end. From troutman but it didn't matter
1: yeah um so you guys roll is up to like what like 65k now yeah
0: yeah just about 65k guys ball out just so we're it? the people really wanted us in the uh in the thunderdome so we reg for the thunderdome this week What what's the how many entries 100 no it's only 25 oh really yeah but see to me like you know we had the 50k sweat 40K is what takes down the Thunderdome, which again, f- a chance at 40K with only 25 competitors is sweet. But the luxury box, I think it's 200K up top to the luxury box. So I think that's like a funner sweat to go after. But I, it's probably what, 200, 250 people? to them both. You guys are, <laughs> I mean, you are So Brian's bankroll management is to do a sixth of our entire bankroll this weekend don't
1: do what Donny don't does yeah I I, I I wouldn't recommend my bankroll management um you have good bankroll management not that good not as good as it should be um so let's see so you're balling and everything were you were you guys surprised with Dak's ownership um I mean I don't know what it was in your specific tournament but in the Millie he was like nine percent
0: yeah he I think he was 11 percent in ours um yeah. To me that
1: was surprising. I don't know if I was off because I wasn't really watching a ton of shows last week, so I don't know what the industry was thinking. I,
0: I assume you mean you thought it'd be higher, right? I thought it'd be higher. Yeah.
1: No, totally. I would have had more and I had a decent amount. He was my number one QB, but I had him at like thirteen or fourteen percent or something like that. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, that's what I was seeing was like fourteen or fifteen. And then you assume in the higher stake single entry that he'd be like close to twenty. Yeah. Um
1: I thought he'd be like even higher on after Going off, and like it's the Browns, you know. It's like I don't know. I thought it'd be high. I'm like, shit! I can't believe I'm getting this much of him. He's gonna be chalk city, and then he goes off, and he's at nine percent owned.
0: I know. In that, like, that was at least me with my hand builds last year. I just would always talk myself off of those projected. And like week week three, I had my good week, just jamming that rust double stack that ended up not being as highly owned as I would have anticipated. And then Dak. This next week, I mean, quarterbacks pretty spread out. It just doesn't seem like the ownership has been getting out of hand at least so far this year.
1: You know, there's is something, Leone. Maybe we uh, we can talk about it in the ETR uh, chat room. You could do, you could build like a sim would probably be the easiest way to do it, but uh, where you put um, you put like a, a standard distribution or you know just a margin of error in your projections. And then when you're adjusting for ownership, it takes into account like how off your model is or how off certain guys can be. Like you can make it specific and then that could theoretically change things too, and like how it spits out. Yeah. I'm just thinking out loud here. It's probably not, <laughs> yeah. Probably not worth it to talk about it in the show, but.
0: Let's see here. We got Gorgeous Dong, whose name I will never stop saying when I relay his question. For someone max entering tournaments with entry fees around $15, what is a usual amount of loss to endure at one time? <laughs> I know there is no uh exact answer for that, but do you want to try to field that in a way?
1: Uh I would say probably in a enough. Okay, so max entering tournaments with an entry fee of around $15. Okay, so that's 150 max. Fifteen dollars is how much is that? Three grand? No. Uh twenty seven hundred. What is it? Something like
0: that. It's why can't I do this? This is awful. You're anyway, you're the you're the math guy. <laughs> I use a
1: computer, man. It's, <laughs> uh, computer it's 2250 it's right? twenty two fifty. Twenty two fifty. Um uh twelve hundred.
0: And would that be impacted based on how contrarian you were playing? Like for a I mean, showdown,
1: depends on the sport. Yeah, like MMA NFL. MMA four hundred. Yeah, uh, if you're good, even <laughs> at least in my opinion, showdown
0: too maybe. Um, and if if you're good, if you have your EV, how many how many slates? In a, just so people understand the kind of variance and the downswings, if you are playing contrarian, how many slates in a row could you realistically lose half your role or a 30 year role or your entries? I mean,
1: um, Nelson had a good tw- uh, Nelson Adcock had oh, yeah, tweet on that that people could check out. You could look for yourselves, but I don't know. I mean, you could go broke very easily. Yeah. You know? And that's
0: why people are giving me a hard time for being a nit just because I've won some money and I've get, I I've been playing the exact same volume in my showdown slates. I've been playing, I've, I've upped my volume a little bit on the main slate. I've yeah. been adding a couple single entries, but I, Brian, we've, we've talked this all off season. Like I I'm the same type of player and I lost for like three months. Granted it was in sports. I didn't know as well, but like you can have those swings.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You have, you have excellent bankroll management for sure. Um, so like th- this, this, this question still 15 bucks, like you want to have like 200 grand.
0: <laughs> I know you're right. I'm just yeah, laughing. Yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, yeah, I'm not joking. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just, it just, I was, uh, I was talking with Brian on, oh, it's was Monday when there was the two game slate. And I was, I was going to play the showdowns and, uh, and you had mentioned to me, Hey, it looks like there might be some overlay in the two game slate. And I had built, I ended up building 150 lineups for the two game slate, not with my bare hands. And, uh, I was hovering and I was watching that contest and I was like, you know, if there's a decent amount of overlay and I'd click the button to enter all 150. And luckily I didn't because, uh, it seemed like it. It didn't end up being huge overlay, but that would have been a moment of weakness. That would have been a very bad decision by me. But luckily, I didn't do
1: it. I was just saying, just throw a couple in there for the shout out to Millie. This guy's entering 150 because, <laughs> like, in the in the beginning of the day, it was like 63,000 entries Yeah. Entered, and it was like whatever the cap was, 260,000. Like, there's no way this is filling, but they got. Cl- close like how many i don't remember we, we talked about it. like 20k short or something yeah. like that so like all right you know it's better than nothing but um not like your every dollar you enter is plus ev because it's so short but like
0: here's a here's a hypothetical three. for you so you you roughly okay I, you can see my account i have i have sixteen thousand dollars in my DraftKings account how much overlay would there need to be in that tournament to justify me max entering it with good bankroll manage it. but just it would be too juicy of a spot. If you even say I'm like break even with the with 16
1: grand, um, to like say where you have to enter it, like if you get if it was like half filled,
0: half filled, filled would half, be like you just you got, got a fire. That. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's like what, how much was it? Two, two thousand, twenty five hundred.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think around twenty five hundred. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think that's, I think it's just like just enter it, man.
0: Yeah that's seeing that's that's where that's the sweet spot we're trying to find but that seems pretty that probably won't happen in an NFL contest they're just too good with sizing those yeah It's a
1: three dollar and they're thirty thousand short you know take a crack you're yeah. if you're big free it's like
0: not the end of the world yeah um let's see here I'm trying to catch up on gorgeous dong he's saying I've been max entering MLB tournaments with entry fees a dollar or less. I projected my PL if I would have played in the more expensive tourneys, I would be up 50K if I'd played in bigger tourneys, but at my lowest point, I would have also been down 34K. I can't stomach 34K loss at a time. I mean, what he just said perfectly illustrates why you have to have the role to be able to withstand those swings at the higher stakes, right?
1: Yeah. And you don't know if you're
0: good or not. Right. Um, Let's see. Oh, nice. We got Martin Ray here up because I can't sleep and finally watching you live from across the pond and instead of following the next day. Great to have you, Martin. Are you hey, in? Yeah. Let us know where you're at. Are you London, Ireland? Um, does, No one really says across the pond for anything other than the United Kingdom, right? Pretty much. Uh,
1: I think you're weird if you say it for anything other than the United, <laughs> United Kingdom. Would Ireland count? It count? Like, he's
0: in Yugoslavia. and He's like, oh, just from across the pond. <laughs>
1: he's in he's in uh afghanistan like that's not really um i've I, I i did i tell this story already i might have but i'll tell it again anyways when i was playing poker back in the day i don't think i've heard this uh this guy had a screen name hooper or whatever did i, I, I haven't heard, heard this. this it was like hooper something you know one two three and i was like hey man my name's hooper too my screen name is brick and uh and, he, and i'm like is there a lot of hoopers in england and, and you know how back in the poker, it shows like Brick 75 Chicago or Pete overs at Boston, right? Like yeah. it, it shows. So it was like something England. And I was like, Is there a lot of Hoopers over there? And he goes, There's a million of us fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's a million. Oh my God. That's good. Martin did confirm he's from Derby in Middle England, not Middle Earth, Middle England. Um, let's see. Jake Harry asks, this is actually, I think he's kind of half joking, but also maybe not. What sample size can you tell if you're good or not?
1: Um, I've been asked that question a few times, and I would say a, a minimum of twenty years playing every day. <laughs> I, it's tough, man. I don't. Um, let's see. I don't know. It, it's hard to, answer. I would, I would say by like the middle of the season and then start over. So like the middle of the season, maybe you'll know you're, if you're good. And then the next year it's a new game because there's new people involved. The game changes, you might be left behind. So don't think you're good again.
0: Here's a question for you, for me. And, and we, we talked a lot through this off season when we started doing this show and I've learned so much about DFS from you. But when we were playing all those sports, those were sports that I knew nothing about legal. Right. <laughs> okay. But you had way more of a base of playing DFS. Okay. Do you, so my question is, I do know and follow NFL more, and that could be a detriment in that I get narratives and biases in my head more than other sports. Do you think like my familiarity with the sport and a little bit more of like the nuances of how, you know, lineups and target shares and snaps increase based on guys being out. Do you think that is contributing to my success or that I'm just more lucky and that my skill as a DFS player is flat across various sports? If my process overall is sound.
1: No, I, I think knowing, uh, something about the sport helps for sure. Like not a ton, not as much as people probably think. Right. And this is all my opinion, but no, uh, no, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think it definitely helps. Like even building models, like so, like I, you know, I always complain on the show about building a soccer model because there's so many names and like Chicharito, Chicharito is Javier Hernandez and Jay Hernandez and, uh, you know, he's got like 17 names that I got to v look up and index match and try to figure out who, what, all this stuff, and it's just a pain in the ass. So like, and and, and, and I don't know anything about the league, like the Premier League, I don't know a ton about. I know enough to get by, but for building a model, it's a pain in the ass. So just like from the ground up, it's helpful to know. And then like when thinking about researching, like, okay, what, what can I try to do to, you know, predict this sport? Well, if you don't know that like baseball has different stadium shapes and the game can go in in unlimited extra innings and um, different foul territory and all the rules of the game and the, bottom of the ninth, they don't play, you know, just simple stuff. What we would know um, if the team's up like that can hurt, that can hurt you. And uh, I think uh, MMA, I think when I first started MMA years ago, like I didn't know that it was five round fights and three round fights. Yeah. So I, it's like that's going to hurt you. If you don't know that there's two extra possible rounds in this, this fight, like you're going to screw yourself.
0: There were, there were definitely, I was probably 10 slates in and there would still be fights where I'd be like, which one of these are three rounds and which one of these are five? Mm. Um, all right, we uh, real quick, our guest is in the hopper. I'm about to bring him on. However, I do want to apologize to Martin. Apparently, it's not pronounced Derby, it's pronounced Darby, despite very much looking like it is pronounced Derby. I apologize, Martin. Hate to offend our international fans. All right, <laughs> without further ado, it's time to bring on... A man who's running like fucking god. RBX88. What's up, buddy?
2: Hey, what's going on? Hey man.
0: (laughs) Pretty good, dude. You still have that very ominous looking clock in your background that was there there last time
1: we talked. I tried to Photoshop that into my tweet and I couldn't figure out how to do it.
2: (laughs) Did you see?
0: Did you see Brian's
2: tweet? I did see. I was laughing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I told you you knew
2: I'd be joking. Yeah, yeah.
0: Who is your mole on Twitter, Rbx?
2: Who is my mole?
0: Yeah, you're not on Twitter, but you know everything that's happening on Twitter.
2: Oh, I just I just like search and stuff. Like <laughs> so I you just search- looked, I looked up Brian. I, I looked up Brian on Twitter. I was like, oh, he probably said something. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, you're coming off another
0: mega millionaire win. You just had one bullet, right?
2: Three. I put three. <clears throat> oh, three. Um, so your
0: ROI wasn't as good, huh?
2: <laughs> so the reason why um <clears throat> the reason why I played it was because the VIP guy for DraftKings, he emailed me and said to me, "Hey, we'll give you 20% on your losses up to 2500." So I'm like, "All right, so essentially it's like almost like a free buy-in." So that's why I played it. Otherwise, See, I had no interest in playing unless he emailed me.
0: Look at that. <laughs> Must be well, nice uh, being a VIP. When am I going to get my uh, VIP rep emailing me? I don't have one. What do I need to do to get one of these?
2: Start winning. Too good. <laughs> too
1: good. They know you just take it all down. They don't want to. we need all the rest of us at least have a shot.
0: Yeah, it would be my luck to get a VIP rep in a pandemic where they can't even give me any of the cool stuff like seats to to games and all yeah, that. They
2: would offer me that stuff, but obviously uh, not now. <laughs>
0: So what's, uh, what's life been like since, you know, winning a third millionaire in Did you even feel anything or you just kind of shrug your shoulders?
2: Like I was actually, it was my dad's birthday and we were out to dinner. And, uh, so I took him out to his birthday and I told him, like, Hey, I'm in first place right now. Like there's a chance that there's a good chance that I can win here. And so he, like, he kept like quiet while I was like watching like, the, um, the Buffalo game yeah. and we were on the ride home and I'm like, that's it. Got it. And he started screaming.
0: Who is was charging you in that in that Buffalo game?
2: Who are you uh, worried about? Uh Alan Diggs and uh um Waller. Okay. Yeah, I've got Waller. Yeah. He was about twenty-five points out, so and they were all close to the bonuses too.
0: So how did uh those you, you had three <clears throat> lineups in there? I didn't see your other two lineups. Were they also Dak stacks?
2: Uh no, there was Lamar and it was uh who else did I put in I put in Lamar and I put in someone else I forget but the DAC one I entered it in the 153 max and it won the 153 max the for 50k at first by 30 points
1: <laughs> you're sick dude that would have that won the wildcat too right
2: uh I think so yeah. yeah no no it wouldn't have no it wouldn't have you sure uh yeah 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 I'm sure because um uh I was two. Po- I would have got second
1: Oh, okay. It was
2: 247, and Chipotle had 249.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you had
2: 249. Uh, no, I think I had 247. So. But I was going to say, I put it into the other 152, the 100K the first, and that won that too by like 15 points or something.
1: Okay.
0: This guy, <laughs> this guy sent me a screenshot, and it was uh, – I couldn't even look at it. It was just a- – <laughs> To
1: you Peter? And can't look at it.
0: Yeah, I was trying to tell you I was on a run, and I was also trying to tell you that showdown uh Zay Jones versus Jalen Richard. You were victory lapping Jalen Richard. Didn't realize that cost me 25k. And uh I almost blocked you on Instagram. You're lucky,
2: <laughs> I'm, lucky I'm in a good mood. Hey, you're having me on tonight, so you're gonna send something to around good to both you guys. Is this uh, your favorite? Yeah. Is this your favorite DFS podcast? Yeah, you guys are fun to talk to. I'm surprised. The other guys because- are too serious. Yeah. yeah. They're too serious. I like to like have fun, joke around, you know.
0: You don't you don't want to get grilled by Dan Bach about your win, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh-oh. Dan's gonna be pissed at me for that one. <laughs> um so you, like when we were talking before you, I mean, in winning the Millie maker, we know you're normally an opto bro. I don't know. You're not on Twitter. So you don't know that there's been a war raging between the opto bros and the hand builders. I have to assume you hand built these three lineups for the mega millionaire.
2: Yeah. I spent about 45 minutes in the three. All right. You don't have to show off for how little it took you to build those lineups. <laughs> I actually had to do it Sunday morning too, because of the saints game. Wasn't sure if it was going to get canceled or not.
1: Yeah. Right. Did you did you 150 anything that day?
2: Yeah, I did 150 to the 20, the one Fan I played like the, a lot of the singles. Um, uh, I forget what else I played, but uh, I think that was it. Okay. I don't 150 like the, the 300. Is that 300 on there? The Wildcat 150? It changes. It does? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, no, I didn't play that. Um, There's only a couple guys who won
1: max that every week. Yeah, yeah, brothers and Alex.
2: Yeah, you're gonna, yeah, be- no, oh, yeah. you gonna be in
0: the Thunderdome this week, RBX. Uh,
2: let's, no, let's- uh, maybe if I win this baseball tonight, I'm in mean, first, I'm filling up the lobby right now. So if I do it, maybe
0: all right. Who is this in our in my Periscope chat? D Dizzy seems like your biggest hype man, like you guys clearly are boys. Dizzy, D R here, I'll put him up here. Do you know this guy? It's
1: in the comments thing.
2: See this oh, on the screen? You know this um, guy? Yeah, I think. He's part of uh the um the stream channel that um I play video games. Look at my- this, dude. Did you so, did you
0: drop this link in there for them to come and uh come on? Yeah, yeah, it?
2: yeah. I did. Okay. All right. They, they all know me in there because I you know I donate to my friend's stream, so
0: G- give give him a shout out. Give this stream a shout out, man. They're Yo, all- we the people <laughs> Um Eric Johnson says, Hey
2: RBX, do you
0: know you're winning 50K and MLB
2: LOL? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I have like I have like thirty lineups in the top two hundred or something. Okay. In your in your heart of hearts, RBX eighty eight. What? Do you think you're really fucking
0: good at DFS or do you think you're really fucking lucky?
2: Uh hey man, both of you guys know how much fucking luck there's in DFS, so there's a lot of luck. But um yes, I am lucky and <sighs> You know, I, I think uh, I know how to construct lineups. So, I I mean, it's not like rocket science, right?
1: <laughs> Maybe he is like the EM2 of GPPs, right? Like he he goes with his gut, builds it all.
2: I mean, that's why I played Mixon. I got, like no one was playing him. Like I just felt that like the guy played with the stomach flu last year. I mean, I wasn't really concerned about the injury. So, I was like, again, he has a really good matchup. So, I, I put him in both the 4Ks.
0: Are you – so, like – so, when you say that and getting on Mixon, are you looking at, like, ceiling projection versus ownership and just seeing a huge disparity? How do you get on Mixon?
2: Um, Well, first off, I knew he was going to be really low with the Q tag. And I think people kind of missed him based on, like, all the other, like, matchups there were. Like, the Dolphins were, um, like, a high over-under. The um, uh, Cowboys were. I think there was the uh, Arizona game. But people, like – get so like in love with these high over-unders, you know, I, it was a really good spot for him uh, against Jacksonville. He, he, just Their run defense is like really not that good. So uh, I felt like it was a good spot for him to – he was batting a lot too. And like, you know, he's a really good running back and uh, pass catcher too. Um, plus, you know, full PPR on DraftKings. So I felt that he could get a lot of run and um, – he can bust it open for him because he was like really do.
0: Eric in the chat wants to know how long you've been playing for. He says your RG profile says 2019.
2: Uh Yeah, I've been playing for like about three and a half years, I guess next year will be like four years.
0: Are you still uh, in those pot limit Omaha streets?
2: I, I've been playing. I, I I had a big night the other night and uh, the rat hole on ACR is playing like 75, 150 pot limit Omaha.
0: What's the rat hole?
2: It's basically like if you come in, you, you the most you can come in is with ten big blinds. Brian knows what I'm talking about. You you can come in with ten big blinds. That's the max. And if you run it up, you can't like hit and run. You like until after a week. So like if you run like a like fifteen hundred up to like fifty thousand, you have to come back to that stack if you want to keep playing in the game. So two no
1: key. Short, stack, so short stack and run, guys.
2: Basically. Yeah. But they can't, but the short factor, they can't leave. They have to wait a week to play again. Hmm.
0: I mean, it's great that we have a three-time Millie maker winner on here, but let me answer this question from two T's. You think I'm drinking water out of a stemless wine glass? I'm not that classy. This is, this is straight tequila, bud. Yeah, we, yeah. Got, we got, we got four hours of streams. <laughs> uh, RBX88 Marcus wants to know, how did you get involved in DFS? How did you become a part of the community?
2: Uh, well, a friend of mine, he did, um, uh, he, he showed me DFS and, uh, he, I played poker with them and he played DFS. Uh, a few of them did and they told me about it and, you know, he showed me how to play. I was like, damn, this is fucking really hard. Like I have no idea what I'm doing at all. I was literally so clueless. I wasn't even using a eye optimizer or anything. I was just like hand building like 20, 30 lineups to get yeah, like my feet wet. And then I started getting really, like, sucked into it. And I was like, damn, this is real. And then he, NBA came around, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, crack. So, like, I got, like, really hooked after that. And um, I just, like, started, like, reading more learning on my own and, you know, signing up on sites, you know, to gain knowledge and find what's right, find what's wrong, trial and error. So,
0: Brian, now that you see RBX88, and he's not a cat Yeah, pressing the keyboard. Are you still convinced? Do you have questions to grill RBX88 about his process? Well, I'm
2: bringing it on Brian. Um, are
1: you still not, <laughs> are you still not modeling?
2: Am I still not modeling?
1: Yeah. Like modeling out projections or
2: like myself. Yeah. Uh, no, I mostly get them from awesome. And then I make my own adjustments. Uh, I don't think, I think it's like, if, if it's wrong, I just like, if I, if I think it's wrong, I'll hire the projection and force him in. Um, but I, I do basically like my own research and then like, and I use the, um his projections to, you know, fill in the rest of the uh, plays that the one, rather than the ones that I come up with basically.
1: So the same, same thing you were, you've been
2: doing. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I'm yeah. Pretty,
0: Cause Josh in the YouTube chat is asking something similar. If you don't make your own projections, how do you end up on the exposures you do when you mass multi-enter? Is there no math in the exposures you end up on?
2: Uh no, I just go based on feel. I'm not really that much of a math guy. I think yeah. I I think I said it in, before in the last podcast. I don't go so much by math. I go by like situational, just like poker, really. Yeah. And it's been working. It's been working out, obviously. So I'm just gonna keep going like that.
0: Uh, It it seems to be working out. You probably shouldn't change your process.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A lot of, a lot of poker players say that I had the most unorthodox poker style, like in Omaha and I would win and I would do so well at it. So, you know, that's, uh, that's what I do.
0: Uh, Ryan Hodge wants to know, do you look at the air yards by low model?
2: The air yards? Um, it depends really. Uh, I think, if it, uh, it, like on the over-unders or like the quarterbacks, um, if they have like a lot of air yards, yeah, I'll take some shots on them. But if I don't think it's that great as a matchup, I mean, I'm going to stay away.
0: Burger Fan has a question. I think this one's for Brian. How much of an edge do you think modeling provides? I'm reluctant to change my process because I think I have very good projections. I think we've talked to Burger Fan in the chat before.
1: Uh, based off of this conversation,
0: I say it provides no
1: edge <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> Don't bother.
0: Um, let's see here. David Stewart says, when doing 150 lineups, how big do you want your spray? Whew. That's a loaded question. For example, would having too many teams too close together be bad EV? So I think he's talking about how big your player pool is across your 150. What, what do you think?
2: I, I keep it I keep it somewhat tight. Like the randomness are you saying? Like what do you go on the random? No, like,
1: like if you have 50 players that you use uh, or 100 players that you'll use in your 150 or...
2: Oh, uh, I have between like 50 and 60 usually.
0: How many... Um, So are you forcing in like... It sounds like you're using an optimizer to look at your projections, but then... Are you forcing in some stacks like you're saying if you're in your MME? Like, say, for like how many DAC teams did you have in your MME run on Sunday? And how much of that was you manually setting that exposure?
2: Uh, I think I had between 25 and 30% DAC. Uh, I only played four quarterbacks. I think that's on Sunday.
1: Here, I got your info up.
2: Yeah, yeah. You, you, you,
1: um, you had played 80 players in your pool.
2: Oh, 80 players, okay.
1: Your highest own was Kamara at 65%. Chalk donkey. Jones, 58. Waller, 46. Cooks, Parker, Mike Davis, DJ Moore, Brown. Um, Pretty – I was
2: really mad about the Cooks play. I regretted it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I regretted it. I knew it It was
2: bad chalk, and, you know, I was – I was trying to focus on the other one that when I was hand making the other one. So I have know you know. been?
0: Have you been eating your probiotics? It seems like your gut kind of missed that one on cooks.
2: I, I got, yeah, my I got my I got my superfood over here. I just got for that, <laughs> so I'll be good. He was No, only- no I, I, knew <laughs> too. I knew it. I knew it till it was like I, I. usually do them the night before, and I and I knew it was bad. uh and I, I just knew it was. T- it was. It was just like just a price play and just a matchup play, and I usually just. Go like one third of the field when I see that.
0: Oh, well, I was just going to ask you about that. Like Cooks and in, in uh, DJ Moore were two of the chalkier wide receivers. Do you have a threshold where you'll just be like, I'm out on these wide yeah, receivers yeah. when they become too chalky?
2: Yeah, like these cheap chalks if they get above twenty uh, or twenty five, I would just between twenty and twenty five, I just say forget it.
0: Yeah, you'll just axe them out, or you'll lower your I'll just, exposure.
2: I'll, I'll go like. If it's like twenty five percent, I'll go like six percent or seven percent.
0: Yeah. So
1: he had uh, Devontae Parker was twenty four percent owned. He had him at thirty seven percent. Lockett was twenty two percent owned. He had him at twenty. Metcalf, you had half the ownership. You faded Galladay. You basically faded Beckham Jr. Even on Will Fuller, and then faded Hunter Renfro. So, but he
0: didn't. He didn't fade Odell in the most important lineup.
1: Oh, that was the oh, was like wow.
2: game stacked it.
0: That's the same thing that happened to you with your golf too, didn't it? Didn't you say you had it as a one off? The yeah, I remember that right when you won the Millie in PGA, you said one of the golfers you had as a one off that wasn't in any of your other lineups.
2: Oh, you remember who it was? I don't remember. I don't
0: remember. You're the one that won the Millie.
2: <laughs> you one don't off. remember
0: this lineup. I could tell you every single one of my plays. anytime I've won more than two hundred dollars, <laughs> RVX eighty eight. You can't remember your think, yeah. lineup?
1: Wait, so you didn't enter that lineup in the Millie maker? you your I forgot to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was I was rushing. I was literally rushing. So I and I was trying to get that DAC one into all the singles and uh, I mean all the like the the one fifty three max. And I literally forgot. But
1: listen, I was to this out of time. guy, Sea One Eight Six Six. Took fourth, fifth, and sixth in the millie.
2: No, yeah, I've seen that.
0: Well, and this is the thing: what what would your lineup have finished in the millie? Because our lineup that won ninth, yeah, because our lineup that had the similar stack with Joe Mixon that we won the fifty k and the game changer, it finished forty second in the millie. So you were ninth in the millie. Yeah. Brian, we need like a meter over here, like one of those thermometers that says Brian's tilt level, and it just intensified. <laughs> I finished eighty second with a DAC stack.
2: Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of hoop. Brian, what did I have on Hooper? I know I had a, like I had like a lot of Hooper. I'm pretty sure.
1: Let me check.
2: I had like maybe thirty or forty percent, maybe.
1: You had twenty uh, percent.
2: Okay, so I was I was about. Five X the field. Yeah, the 10X. 10X the field.
1: All right, we got questions. coming him, in. Uh, Peter can't say the same.
2: Yeah, yeah, I faded him. That was just, that's a fucking brain dead play. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. thanks for
0: RBX for coming on the show. It was great having him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
2: That guy had zero.
0: He did. He did, but he was the stone minimum. He was um, no. It was a. It was an awful play. But <laughs> you, you clearly don't understand the thesis of the play. RBX. I do.
2: Cook was out.
0: It's just. It would be so easier for me to condescend to anyone else but a three-time millie maker champ about this. I one. mean,
2: that has the like. Who is the, who is he anyways? Just some like a practice squad mm. guy.
0: I literally don't. I know he went to Dayton and he smashed against like non-FCS schools, whatever. But um, tight end is such a wasteland that it's definitely the position to punt at this year if you're going to punt that in defense.
2: I mean, Hooper was so cheap. Yeah. yeah.
1: Waller was-, was a good player, though. And he was. Like he was. Green. I had a lot of them, but yeah. he, he, I mean, he didn't get in the end zone, but –
2: also, um, well, I, I forced in more CD Lamb because Gallup went off last week. So, um, but I always stick with like if I stick with Hooper, and um, uh, it was, I did last week I did Hooper, I mean not Hooper, um, Dak, um, Amari Cooper and Gallup, and then this week I did the same thing but with um CD because he's lower and and uh, cheaper. So like next week I'm gonna be doing. Well, I guess I could say I'll be doing Dak Cooper and uh, Gallup. Write it down. Sure,
0: Write it sure, down, everyone. Brian, should we build? We tried it last time with the PGA. Should we try uh, building a showdown lineup with RBX88? Getting if we combine, I won two games,
2: already. I won two, or I we know, two. We know. We know. We no, know.
0: <laughs> I want
1: some that run good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's let's. All right. It's time to build a lineup. Have you? I, I think I know most of the news and notes for tomorrow, RBX. Have you have you looked at anything for tomorrow?
2: Um no, I have not looked at anything. <sighs> all right,
0: but that doesn't matter. All we need is your crystal ball, whatever voodoo shit you're doing. Where you're in uh, upstate New York, is that what it is? Um
2: no I'm New, New Jersey, you? man.
0: New yeah. Jersey. It's all the same. You can play poker. <laughs> That's right. Um. All right, so a lot – we got Godwin's already ruled out. Fournette is doubtful. Uh, McCoy, I believe, is not going to play. Justin Watson is out. So this leaves Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Vaughn, the rookie, in the backfield. RBX 88, we will toss it to you with the 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 first play. Who There's do you a, want in this lineup?
2: Wait, wait is if is, is Foles is starting, right? Yeah. yeah he lost his job. Yeah. And and uh Cohen got hurt, right? Yeah,
0: Cohen's out for the season. So uh it's Montgomery and then um a bunch of scrubs behind him.
2: Yeah, Montgomery's a little scary because that run defense is legit on uh Bucks. Yeah um so let me see here. Uh I think Allen Robbins is a must play.
0: Captain must play or utility must play?
2: Mm, let's see here. Let's see, oh, Evans is questionable and Godwin's out. They yeah. say Evans is going to play?
0: Evans is going to play, yeah.
1: Yeah, Godwin's not going to play.
0: Oh, mm. Don't don't lead him. I'm sorry. Leading the witness. I can't tamper with this man's heater. Thank you. I need this money. <laughs> while, while RBX88 is looking at this, I'm going to pass this question on to Brick because I believe I know the answer to it, but I don't remember the particulars. Who won the bet? Between RBX and Brick from the last time he was on the show.
1: That's the only money I've, I've, I've won <laughs> off of RBX eighty eight.
0: What was that bet? Was it just some golfer? It like? was that
2: yeah. fucking idiot. Uh, I'm sorry, my am I, my am I the curse. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, you're fucking allowed to curse RBX eighty. Uh,
2: okay, 88. Uh, Neiman Joaquin Neiman. That yeah, that airhead. Yeah, <laughs> whatever.
1: Then the twenty year old.
2: Well, see, the thing is, in the showdowns, um, like it's usually always like a tight end uh, uh, or a good tight end, a wide receiver, or running back. And these quarterbacks, I'm not putting up top, and kicker's putting up top is like really stupid to do. Um, so I would put. I- I'm feeling Al Robinson up in captain.
0: All right, we can mess with that, yeah, Brian. Brian this line, this lineup tells a story. I I forfeit my pick back to RBX88. Wow. <laughs> what if we just forfeit all of our picks and make RBX build it and then we get a third of the profits? Yes. yes. that's what we're doing. I forfeit my pick. It's back to RBX88. Okay. All
2: right. Uh so Robinson um he he loves does, this. if he does well, I would put in fulls.
0: That is a that's a nice correlation all I can right. buy. Uh Brian it's are you going to take your pick?
1: going to play the whole game. I am not changing any of this. That's just the um, so we, I think hey, we should hang leave, on like, Hang on
0: RBX. Idiot. I just for ma- formality's sake, Brian, it is your pick for uh forfeit. Uh, it is now my pick. I also forfeit back to you,
2: RBX. Uh, okay. Uh, so wait, so is Scott playing or, or, he's questionable.
0: Uh,
2: it, unless you better,
0: we can put him in, but you have to be in charge of messaging me about this late swap tomorrow. If we
2: need to. All right. Can you click Anthony Muir real quick and goes to tent game log?
0: This is how the sausage gets made.
2: God, he's a, huh.
0: it's got the Roto
1: World update. A <laughs> Roto Wire.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, X him out. I'll think <laughs> about it. Uh, so the tight ends that are playing for um Tampa Jimmy Gray
0: for Tampa Bay, you got uh, Gronk
2: and Brait. And Brait. What about uh, OJ Howard? He's out. Out for the season. Oh, poor guy.
0: Maybe I shouldn't have forfeited my pick.
2: You mm-hmm. think you're for a sec.
0: <laughs> See through the matrix. See through the matrix. Mm.
1: It's a Sunday, eleven thirty Eastern time. You're about to put that lineup in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh
1: wait, open up the
2: uh I put in the kicker for um Tampa
0: Bay. Okay. I like, I like where this is. Uh, the kicker for Tampa Bay. Suck up. Done. Um, Brian, it is back to you. It's your pick. I will pass. I would really like to pick Keyshawn Vaughn, but I will also pass. RBX88 is your turn.
2: <laughs> All right. Let's go with... I'm not playing Brady welcome
0: <laughs> man this level this is good mm. of strategy
1: this is why um is this it, is why i optimize
2: let's go uh so is ronald jones the cow back right there's no he, is foreign added or no
0: so ronald jones is going to get the majority of the carries Keyshawn vaughn came in last week caught a few balls caught that touchdown He's going to be their pass catching back. I think it's going to be a pretty even split with Ronald uh, Jones getting early.
2: Who? How much is he?
0: Keyshawn Vaughn or
2: Ronald Jones? Vaughn. Vaughn. Vaughn,
0: Vaughn is 1,000. And in my humble opinion, it is not my pick. I forfeited it. In my humble opinion, he's a smash play. But that's, I I don't want to tamper with this.
2: Can you see me to that? I already, already I have. Let's see. Well, and so that, are,
0: do you think
2: look, that was the outliner or no?
0: This was his first game active on the season.
2: So if they like what they saw, they, they might give him a little more run. Let's add him. Okay.
1: I think there's also a couple other RBs out too, right?
0: Yeah. McCoy is out
1: and Fournette yeah, uh,
0: is, is doubtful.
2: Um,
1: and, and Yeah. I think they even like a, some four stringer guy too.
0: All right, Brian, uh, it is your pick. I'll pass. Uh, I will also pass. RBX, it's back to you.
2: I really wish that – Um, I really wish that uh, – we would know what the quarterbacks are. No, I we mean, do. I mean, uh, the wide receivers.
0: I can tell you who the wide receiver Well, I guess no, Scottie no, Miller. In,
2: who's in, though? Oh, you said him, Evans is in?
0: Evans is going to be in. He's okay. going to play. Uh,
2: I would add in uh, Evans. Yeah.
0: That leaves us with 9,500. I mean, we can, we can do anything other uh, than Tom Brady. So mm. the people in the chat, so and again, I'll, I don't want to tamper. Hang on, real quick, Brian. It is your pick.
1: I'm pa- I'll pass on this one.
0: I will also pass. Okay, it is your now your pick again. Rbx.
1: I like how people in the chat are telling Rbx how to pick.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, guys! Can everyone in the chat press forfeit? You've all forfeited your picks.
2: So let's go. Can you click on um Jimmy Graham? Yeah. There's a game log. Let's see. I'm going to, uh, can you click the log?
0: I got you. He's been crushing, man. He's he's a touchdown or bus guy.
2: Uh, it's him or Anthony Miller. Hang
0: on. Rbx. Do you see this pattern? Week one, touchdown, not week two. Week three. Yes. Two touchdowns. Okay.
2: Graham, three. Baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love, I-, I love that trend.
1: This feels like a Peter influence lineup, which I'm not happy about. Although he's been running pretty hot too. Maybe their powers combined.
2: Yeah, leave twenty seven hundred on the table. Okay, <laughs> how much? How much is first? How much is first?
0: Four hundred thousand. Okay.
2: Dude, right. if this wins.
0: Here, here we go. Ryan Kaluji says, "I have to enter this because if I don't, and he built me the winner for free, I would have to quit DFL." <laughs>
2: We're gonna we're gonna be duped exclusively with Lowell's listeners. This is not getting duped. There's no way. Oh, it's getting duped
1: now. Yeah, now that they know uh, you're yeah. picking it, they're people are gonna catty us. All right, we should put in a, a a possible substitution.
2: See, with these showdowns, okay, I'll tell you the strategy. It's very simple. Okay. And then we gotta go. Okay, leave your brain at the doorstep. <laughs> And that's it. That's all you that's gotta do. It. That's it. That's it. And you'll win. Wow.
0: wow. RBX man. Uh, it's always great talking to you. Last time we asked what you were you had bought with all your winnings. What's uh what's gonna be the newest splurge?
2: I actually just bought a 1955 Chevy Bel Air hardtop. Wow, that's cool that's a very cool car,
0: dude. You are you're a you're you're a car head, man. I know. I am well, to enjoy it.
1: How, how how we only got a couple minutes left, I know, Peter, but uh, how are you feeling about your big Trump bet? Because you you said you put a bunch of money on Trump, yeah, right? Fifty
2: thousand on Trump. Fifty
1: thousand, yeah. and I think his ads been going down on Penny.
2: Yeah, I got a good price. I got a plus one hundred and fifty.
1: Okay, plus one hundred and fifty. Right. Yeah, and then Where'd
2: plus one twenty. ACR America's Card Room. Okay. So yeah, uh, I, I think the debates actually is at nine o'clock. The vice the vice president's uh, deba- debate debate.
0: Oh yeah, that's so, uh. Everyone was trying to squeeze in the lull stream before they went and watched Kamala Harris and Pence duke it out. <laughs> are you yeah. gonna put? Are you gonna put any more on if he
1: gets like plus one seventy?
2: Mm, I was thinking about it because it's a really good price. Um, mm-hmm. I have like my own kind of reasons why that I think he's still going to win. I'm not trying to be biased, but I, I still think uh, he's still going to win. Um, but uh, no, I have uh, plenty on it. <laughs> Are you
0: worried about him dying from an infectious disease that have killed over 200,000 people in the country?
2: <laughs> he's good now. He's good to go.
0: He's good, yeah. No, I definitely trust him. Whatever they're saying about his health, I'm sure he's fine. Everything
2: he does is for a reason. He's a very good chess player.
0: <laughs> Getting COVID to own the libs is the ultimate chess move from the grandmaster himself. Donald Trump, RBX88, anything you'd like to plug? Your RG profile, your Instagram, your new car collection that is spilling out of your garage
2: i've been working on my house so i'm gonna i have one car garage there so i'm gonna have to try and see if i can build maybe another garage or something for all my toys uh but yeah you can leave my instagram it's um gd underscore m e r s 88 that is my instagram
0: He's a he's a great follow on Instagram. Lots of sensual photos of him in bathtubs in the yard in short shorts. It's a great follow. I just yeah. sold it for you.
2: In my bedroom in my house, I'm putting French doors so I can open up. <laughs> <laughs> like this.
0: Brian, any final words for our guest? Brian, we gotta got
2: talk. We gotta talk sometime, man. Come on.
0: Yeah, hey buddy, I'm I'm
1: available. Just send me a message.
2: Yeah, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Fantasy <laughs> Sharpie says I not make enough. Rub on some of my my magic on uh, Brian. He,
0: yeah, he's due yeah. yeah. to win a milli. Yeah, how much would you charge Brian uh, as as an hourly coaching rate?
2: We <sighs> just talk strategy. Don't need to charge him. <laughs> I'm good on that. Uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm taking the guy's money.
0: <laughs> You're such a sweetheart. All right, guys, if you haven't hit the subscribe button. On Brian's channel, smash that now. Hit the like button. We'll uh, get the audio up in the podcast version. You can search for Lowell's podcast on your podcast app of choice and download it there. We will be back, as usual, every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thank you to our guests, RBX88, the only man running hotter than me on this planet. <laughs> Coming on, You're the man. This has been Lowell's. We'll see you guys next time. the people who are 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 the
1: people who are the 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 people who are